it's time for another one of those installments of Tell Me More About. Uh, and this one has to do with actually a subset of asexuality. That's right, we're getting under the ace umbrella. Dear Queer Diary. Dear Queer Diary, this one is actually pretty new to myself as well, which is part of the reason why I was so excited to share it. I mentioned something along these lines actually a few episodes ago, but I just didn't put this name to it. I want to talk about cupiosexual or cupioromantic, cupio any kind of attraction. A cupiosexual means that you are some subset of asexual, again, Let's just uh, put up here at the top that when I say sexual, you can also fill that in with any of the other kinds of attraction. Uh, An asexual who still desires some sort of sexual relationship. So uh, this describes me perfectly. Uh, I am not a uh, sex-repulsed ace. I am very much a cupiosexual. So... That can be a very confusing place to be because it is difficult. Uh, I find it very difficult to be attracted to people, even though it is something that I desire greatly. Uh, Not so much the sexual part. uh, That I can, you know, kind of go either way with. But uh, I am certainly cupio-romantic. I definitely desire a romantic relationship. I would, uh, I'd love to have one again. You know, I bought one a long time ago, had it for a while, would love to get another. (laughs) Um, But unfortunately, it's not quite that easy for me to, uh, for me to do that. And uh, I think that this is maybe a little bit more common than people uh, necessarily think that it is. Uh, For one thing, because most people hardly know about asexuality in the first place, let alone some subset of asexuality, such as cupiosexual. But this is part of the reason I wanted to share this. Uh, If you struggle with those feelings, uh, you know, you you probably would identify as something like a gray romantic if you have ever experienced it. Uh, If you haven't, probably more like a... Uh, an asexual, cupiosexual, but uh, this is a thing. If this is how you feel, that's completely valid. And uh, it's it's kind of exciting to know that there are terms out there like this that are continuing to expand and unfold and represent people. You know, I, I talked before about uh, how we need to together create some of these words Uh, And certain parts of uh, the linguistics of uh, queer thought are pretty recent. You know, some of these, especially subsets, are five or six years old at time of this recording. Uh, I was looking at uh, another one earlier because I'd I'd mentioned it, but I decided not to cover it quite yet, um, which is a poor agender and... that one, I believe I saw, was uh, coined in 2014, 
which is extremely recently. Like these are, are new terms. These are things that are being generated that you can share with others. And that's that's a big reason why I created this sub-series in the first place was to share things like, hey, do you feel this way? You're not alone. Because while there are some situations where I don't think you're not alone is the right thing to say to people, this isn't one of them. There are other people who experience this feeling where you really want a certain kind of relationship and you also struggle to have it in the first place. So if you're like this, congrats. Hopefully you learned something about yourself just now. Uh, And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out at DearQueerPod or uh, via email podcast at DearQueerDiary.com. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This one is a bit of a shorter one just because it is uh, a pretty simple definition. Like I said, I uh, learned about this pretty recently myself, but I'm very excited to see that this is uh, a term out there. Uh, I'll be covering more of these niche terms. I just came across this big old wealth of definitions uh, thanks to uh, a couple of friends on the internet. So thank you for sending that in. Uh, I do really appreciate that. And uh, I can't wait to cover some of these things. But in the meantime, stay curious. Stay curious.